Nightshade Brigade activated. edition of Some Like It Hot. And for this special Halloween episode, I knew there was only one person that I could bring here that would be perfect for all of you to enjoy. Someone who enjoys horror and Halloween just as much as I do. Maybe even more, because she's got more reasons to. And she's also the third returning guest from season one. So we're going to talk about a few things today. We're going to talk about dating, sex. We're going to catch up with her since COVID-19 happened, since the last time we spoke. And of course, we're going to talk about her. So without any more making you wait, no more anticipation. <laughs> That's a horror movie. <laughs> no more anticipation. That's a horror movie reference. Hello, Say hello to my girl, clearly. <laughs> clearly I'm, excuse me, clearly I'm. Really, I'm fat. Give him the whole name. Oh. Well, well, no, because you, because you go. Clearly, I'm beautiful. Clearly, I'm fat. Clearly, I'm intelligent. Right? That's your. Thing. I mean, yeah, more for um, Instagram though, because mm-hmm. like I feel like you know everybody's so butt hurt these days. So I feel like if I would have wrote clearly I'm fat on there, I would have got reported. <laughs> so true. true. I was trying to avoid that, but it is because my Instagram is for multiple uses. And um, whereas, like you know, Twitch and Twitter is clearly I'm fat because it's for my streaming purposes. Well, and you know what's so funny is I have learned in the last week you cannot control really what how the world is gonna accept you, and you cannot mm-hmm. control how, what you're gonna impress upon them. And I'm speaking about that video I did <laughs> where all these girls are now laying on their back. And spreading their legs, thanks to me. Gotta go vote, baby. Oh my God. But the thing about that, and I want to talk to you about a lot of things, but the thing about that, referring to your, because you are an, um, you're an influencer and you're growing as an influencer and you, and you have, because you do a lot of different things with hair. Now you're getting into photography. And so your point of view of the world and what you impress upon the world can be taken in many different ways you never know how people are gonna receive you and right. so with that experience I did not expect girls to be like mimicking me and doing what I did that didn't even like click with me because you know I've been doing this for a long time and I didn't know right so you you were OG <laughs> so but but now but so you you have an influence as well so let's, I want to catch up with you. I don't want to, we're going to just chat today because you and I, we hang out, we know each other and we have a lot to catch up on. So last time you were here was for my Valentine's Day episode for my first season. <laughs> She's already laughing. <laughs> By the way, we've got our bevies out for everybody who's watching yeah. <laughs> who's watching this. So if you're listening, you'll have to find us later. And yeah, the bevies are, well, her bevies are. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Boobies aside, we'll talk more boobies in a minute. Um, you were here for the Valentine's Day episode, and we talked about dating and we talked about sex a lot. And that was mostly me bringing it up. But now, since the last time you were here, there's been a pandemic and a quarantine. And I know that you were talking about how you were getting back into the dating world and all of that 
right at the time, right before this happened. So of course it was just perfect timing for you. Um, so tell me like what, how, how's that been since that happened? What's that like? A very interesting. Okay. <laughs> I think everyone was just so horny during the quarantine that, you know, everybody just started talking to everybody. Cause a lot of people, not, I'm not gonna say a lot of people, but people came out of nowhere and, you know, stated their interest in me. And I'm just like, uh, okay. I mean, it's not like I was gonna meet up with any of them, especially during those first couple of months. Like, mm, no. Yeah, some some situations have gotten a little spicy. <laughs> but let me, let me oh. ask you like, specifically because you live in New York and New York has been on the map in the news because people are like oh New York you know you guys had a lot, a lot of high cases your governor has been basically some people think he's a godsend some people think he's the devil like it just depends on how you want to look at it you can give me your opinion if you want on that or you can keep it to yourself it's fine but New York has been hard hit by COVID-19 and it's a social place you're on the train, you're in the taxis, you're in the Uber, you're walking by hundreds of thousands of people just on your daily, you know, routine. So how has that changed for you being in New York, trying to date, but being basically told you can't go here, you can't go here, you have to wear a mask and there's no bars, you know? I, see, I don't mind it because, you know, like my idea of dating isn't necessarily always like a bar or a restaurant or anything. So. I've gone on dates. Other people wouldn't probably wouldn't consider it. But like um, since I got back into since I got into photography, if me and the guy go somewhere like near Brooklyn Bridge or um, like a park or somewhere where like the scenery is beautiful, and we're just there, we're talking, we're getting to know each other. I'm taking my photos. Maybe I take photos of them or whatever. That to me, that's a date right there. Cause we're together, we're vibing, we're getting to know each other. You know, it's it's one on one. So that for me is a date, and that has definitely come in handy for multiple things. So for for dating, it's you know you have you have like nothing to disturb you really. You know, it's not some cute girl walking by with your food or you know whatever. It's just yes. it's just you and them, and then. You know, they get to see me and my element of oh, something I'm trying to pursue. Right. So it's it's all just. So would you say you feel like there's less distractions now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's more so you kind of could weed out the ones that are superficial, or not really superficial, but like, you know, they just want your money or whatever. Me, I just want your time. Right. So it's definitely helped me weed out a couple of bad seeds. You mean like you're not gonna buy my affection? Wait a minute now, because you're gonna upset all the sweetie fans or whatever her name is. Because she was sitting there talking about a man doesn't like you if he doesn't buy you a Birkin. I'm like, I was just having this conversation, and <laughs> it's funny because I'm not one of those people. I'm not a name brand person. I, I'm hell. I'll be mad when I have to carry a purse around. Like, so I'm definitely not one of those people. And the conversation that we were having was like, oh, if someone said that instead of doing that, they should buy you, or they should fix your credit or they should buy you property so you can, yeah. you know, get money off of that. And that, that would be lovely. But in my head, I'm like, why does he have to buy you this very expensive ass bag? You could be doing so much more with that money. But at the same time, they're rich. But if she's giving that, if she's well, giving that, um, 
to to like us. Right. I'm just like right. No, right. It's it's one thing to say my man loves me. He bought me a Birkin. The other thing mm-hmm. to say that oh you bitches us us <laughs> bitches that you bitches don't got it like me because your man's not buying you Birkin. First of all, Birkins are basic as fuck. I see. They are basic as fuck. These bitches are like, look, it's a Birkin. It costs millions and thousands of dollars and blah blah blah, and it's made out of alligator skin. And it's like, but it's so boring to look at. It's not really. There's like a couple of them that are nice, but they're just basic bags. So my whole thing about what you were saying is, I don't mind. Listen, uh, I've been with more than a few rich men. I, I admit that I'm fine. I don't mind if that's what he wants to do. But I don't go out of my way to pursue a man who doesn't have that kind of income and be like, mm-hmm. well, you need to spoil me and pay No, girl, please. If you want a rich man, yep. then go get a rich man. That's fine. But you shouldn't go out of... You shouldn't make someone else who doesn't have it, make them give it to you. So, what they have nothing yep. to give. So, well, okay. So, I wanted to talk to you more about dating and we'll we'll get into sex stuff in a little bit but i so here's something that you and i we go back and forth about because you always like to call me a skinny bitch and i'm always like no bitch you have no idea (laughs) i'm like you have no idea how hard it is for me to keep this weight off so since quarantine i've had a, a lot of health issues that have nothing to do with my weight but they they did something to my weight right Mm-hmm. So I've been in the hospital. I've had a lot of problems. I suffer from chronic migraines for those of you that don't know. I do talk about it very openly on my uh, stream and on my social media because I've hit it for a very long time. And I think that it was a bad idea doing that because people looked at me and they thought, oh, she's unreliable. She goes away for a while, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't know I was suffering. So now people know this is something I struggled with for the last decade. And part of being sick, I ended up putting on weight. The first part of the quarantine, I put on like 10, 15 pounds. The second part of the quarantine, which is just recently, I put on 20 pounds. So, and I lost 10 in the middle of that. And I put on 20 pounds. And so I've been dealing with a lot of weight issues and I've been struggling trying to lose weight. Now I've seen you were discussing recently that you've got an interest in dieting, exercise, most specifically exercise. What brought you to that? Was it the quarantine? Was it just a personal choice? And like, how's that journey going for you? Uh, it was kind of everything. Cause like, uh, when when the when the quarantine started, like at first I was happy, but then I was like, damn, I'm home, I'm depressed. So I was just eating, cause that's all you could fucking do was like eat. So the first part I gained ten pounds, and then towards the middle that's when I started like redoing my room painting I did the floors I fucking moved furniture I got new furniture and I did it all by myself um and before that I had started doing some yoga because I was like you know what I need to like hoosa I need to zen (laughs) I need to like I need to do something um so I started doing that and then uh, I was doing all that work, and then I had injured myself twice. I had hurt my back, and then I hurt my knee from doing everything for myself. So okay. that kind of put me in a funk again. And I was just doing nothing but eat it. So it's just been fluctuating. And for me, it's it's not because of Rona. It's not. It's Rona. not because you know, like yeah, like it's it's. <laughs> It was more so like a personal choice. Like I would love to get back to the weight I was in college or as close to it as possible. 
uh, which is like a couple of like fifty pounds away. <laughs> no, but the but reason, like, you know, the reason if, I asked you, the reason I'm mm-hmm. asking you this is because I feel like women need to share these stories because we're all going through this. We're all going oh, yeah. through the quarantine. We're all going through this viral, you know, outbreak. So I feel like some people feel like they're isolated and it's just happening to them. And I'm oh, like, nah. it's like, no, trust me. I just started dieting and by dieting, I mean not eating uh, Haagen-Dazs at 11 p.m. anymore, not eating candy every damn day. And like just that little bit has helped me like lose a little bit, but I put on like, I've never seen my body. It was in a very different place. I've never seen my body like that. And as you get older, it's harder to lose it. It's harder to maintain. So I'm just like, you know, this is important. And I'm glad that you were sharing that. And that's why I asked you, because I know you haven't really talked about it as much right now. Mm-hmm. But neither have I. I don't even talk about me trying to lose weight anymore, because I'm like, let me just lose this weight, hold on to that for a few months, and then I'll talk about it, because I did it before on TikTok. I was like, look, I lost 10 pounds. Boom, I got 20 pounds. <laughs> so I'm like, because I'm fluctuating too. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, we're mm-hmm. all going through that. So yeah. now, there's a component for you that's different for me. There's what? a couple of components. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean. No, no, I mean health-wise, because, like, okay. um, so I have uh, low-functioning thyroid, so that messes with my hormones, and it, it's not taken care of. Like, it can mimic, like, depression, and I already have that, so it's like, that's not good. Um, it definitely makes it easier to gain weight, not lose it. Right. And then more recently, I found out that I have, um, I only have one ovary, but it turns out that it's uh, polycystic. What um, does that mean for people who don't know what that means? So it it grows like cysts. Like usually, I think it's usually around, I'm still learning about it. I think it's usually around that time of the month. It'll have like a bunch of cysts on it. So it can make that that time of the month to hell even more so like you definitely be bent over in pain or like it's just ridiculous and that also can cause you to gain weight so I'm just like you know what fuck me right so that's why I'm not too hard on myself if I'm not losing the weight but as long as I'm not gaining it but I'm I am like staying more active now because when I do go out to take photos I am walking like I walk forever to either get to the places or where I'm at the places. I'll go to a park and I'll just walk around all the whole park. Like, it's it's a lot of walking that I do. Yeah. So I'm trying to stay just a little bit active. So, you know, if you're out there and you're used to like, oh my God, I'm getting all this weight. Who cares? If, you, if it bothers you, do something about it. Right, Even if right. it's just walking for a little bit, just go ahead. But if somebody has something slick to say to you, just go like this. Well, because <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> well, and it's, a vicious, and it's a vicious cycle because one of the things I was learning while I was watching, like, you know, these videos come up because, of course, we speak and our phones listen. And then it tells all the other devices what we're talking about. And then it shows us the things that we're talking about, right? So I talk about my stomach and all this. And then it's like, oh, how to lose weight. Here's your abs. And so these gorgeous people who've never even been at my weight. And they're like, do this and do that. I'm like, I can't lift what you're lifting. You're you're lifting at you're lifting bones and skin, and you want me to lift this girl, please. And then, but what's so funny to me is they showed me a video about um, visceral fat around the stomach, 
and how visceral fat wraps with your intestines it makes it harder for you to go to the bathroom all these other issues right and then because it's the visceral fat stays there it leach uh it doesn't leach i'm sorry it like it expels more estrogen so it makes you eat more it makes you put on more water weight and so then you put on more weight and it creates more estrogen so i'm like oh my god i'm like a walking balloon of estrogen and that's so so yeah it's like a vicious cycle and you have to get rid of it and the number one thing that you could do to get rid of belly fat for those you're wondering if you want like a solution to this conversation is cut sugar that's the most important thing to do is cut sugar all right so going back to the other thing i was mentioning you have a you have a daughter Mm-hmm. And what is it like now? Your daughter, she had just didn't she just start school like last year? So isn't that interesting? She started school last year, and then there's no school the next year. <laughs> so like I know that's gotta be like interesting is a good word I'll use. So tell me, mommy, what is it like trying to have a daughter your age in a time where you can't bring her anywhere? and leave her anywhere because you have to worry about a virus it's so rough like if i didn't have my family here to sort of help me uh i don't know what i'd be doing because um like with my job i do retail so it's like i have the ability to you know not be available (laughs) so um like I'll end up working maybe one, two days a week when someone can stay with her or, or and do the remote learning because I'm not sending her to school. She's doing remote. The whole remote learning is a hot mess as well. So it's just really stressful because um, I always have to have somebody who will be able to stay with her and be with her while I can go do these things. And then they're stressed out because she's a handful. And I like, I get it. Like we're all like losing our shit. But having a kid during quarantine and covid it's it's a mess like how do you how do you explain that to your daughter because i asked one of my previous guests uh date i asked him he has a a daughter about the same age as yours and i'm like how do you explain this to your kids what's going on to wear their masks like it just impress upon me what you did because i i wouldn't know what to do we had to do it multiple times it wasn't just me it was my mom it's my grandma it's all of us we had to keep telling her you know like people are getting sick they're getting really sick and they you know they can die um you have to keep your mask on don't put your hands in your mouth just keep your hands washed you know like you just you have to keep reminding them because especially my child because she just has like short her memory her short-term memory is just not there it's like oh squirrel i mean if we do go outside with her she is really good about wearing her mask she won't take it off she won't complain about her or anything whereas me i'm over here like keep your mask on sweetie (laughs) breathe yeah but um, i know i don't get that i don't get that you know you notice how people there's like a lot of videos people post and and no offense to medical personnel this isn't me trying to be rude this is just me telling you how i feel going through this so like you notice they'll post it like oh you can wear your mask going running you can go your mask doing this you can wear your mask all day i wear masks i'm like i don't think everybody adjusts to the mask thing as much as everybody else i think some people it's no big deal and i think some of us like for me now i don't like to put things out there like that but for me i'm slightly claustrophobic and so wearing the mask kind of feeds into my claustrophobia and so I'm like, like, I'll go to the store, I'll do everything, but I cannot wait to take that bitch off. Like, I don't, and, and you're shaking your head, so you don't understand what I'm saying? 
Oh yeah, I'm big time claustrophobic. So I start to panic a bit. Um, I remember I went food shopping one time and I forgot to put my contacts on. So I had my glasses on, they kept getting fogged up. I'm sweating because it's a lot of people. It's a long line. I was just nervous. I was like, I'm going to catch fucking COVID. I'm over here. So I can't breathe. Like, I started shaking. I was just like, oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Focus, 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 focus. But I'm telling you, like, and, and then on, the, on another note, I've always had, like, problems. Like, my nasal passages are, like, tiny. And I'm always, like, struggling to fucking breathe. So having that too, I'm just like, oh my God, like, I feel like I'm dying. And now and you, do you have to wear your mask as soon as you leave the house? Like you have to wear it outside in New York? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you have to, but honestly, my walk from my house to public transportation, it's not a lot of people, it's never crowded. So I'll walk with it hanging off my ear, and if I'm about to walk by somebody, I'll put it on, um, so that that way I can. Nothing like, says nothing says anti-social friendly like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I love especially, but especially if they're not wearing a mask, I'm like, oh my. Oh I'm yeah, <laughs> no, my favorite my favorite thing is right. So I haven't gone running in two months. It's so sad because I love to run, but I just I'm working back up to it. But my favorite thing about the the virus, which is weird a weird phrase is that one of the things I hated was when I go on my runs, when people would run towards me or they like end up behind me or whatever, or they're like taking too long and I'm trying to pass them. So I used to get so annoyed and I'm like, I don't want to be rude and like, you know, cross the street or like run around them. And I don't want to look like I'm being a bitch. Now I'm like, oh, COVID, I don't have a choice, bitch. And I'll just cross the street <laughs> and I'll act like they have cooties. And I love it because I just get to keep my space. Like I can just be totally a bitch. Like they could be walking towards me. I'm like, <laughs> and, and it has nothing to do with COVID. I just use it as an excuse. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to get into some horror. I know we promised people horror. So let's do this first half about horror now. And we're going to get into more horror in the second half. So, all right. First of all, you love horror. And you love Halloween. I am, I want to talk about this particular Halloween. I just started watching horror movies the other day. Now, with me, generally every year, I can't even wait till October 1st. I'm like, the horror movies start, the shit start. I put the Halloween stuff up, everything. Like, I don't even wait that long. Probably like September 25. I'm like, because, I'm, <laughs> because I love it. No, because I love it, right? So this year, I didn't feel it because I felt like everything that's going on. And we're not going to get into politics or anything, but just, just, it's about the feeling. Everything that's going on is so fucking depressing and it's so dramatic. And every day is like a new, you know, there's something new in the news to shock us and there's something going on. And so I couldn't get into the horror movie genre because we always living in the horror movie daily life. You know what I mean? So how did you feel going into this? Like how, how has it been for you this particular Halloween season? Uh, I feel the same way. Like, people are like, oh, what, what's going to be your costume? And I'm just looking at them, for what? Where am I going? I'm not going to a COVID party. Um, right, right, exactly. And then, Where am I going? Right. And then, um, like, the same thing. Like, usually, I'm, I will rewatch Halloween. I will rewatch Friday the 13th. 
I will watch all of it. I will watch any fucking zombie movie I could find. Um, but honestly, I'm just like, yeah, it's it's kind of like Saturday. You know what I'm excited about? I'm excited that I'm gonna go do a photo shoot for uh, an old high school friend of mine, and then I'm gonna try to get pictures of the full moon. Like it has nothing to do with Halloween. Maybe while I'm out, I'll take pictures of people if they're out in their costume. But honestly, That's a I'm idea. not. I'm not really feeling spooky. Right, right. <laughs> Which makes me sad because spooky time is my time, you know? Right. No, I get it. So. This is my time. And that's what I, I was like, I'm like that. Was that woman? Oh, that she has the, the black woman. She's like, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming yes. my time. <laughs> so that's that's how I felt. I'm so sorry. I know she's a representative of some sort, and, and but I just can't remember her name. But I that's how I felt. So I was like, I'm just going to put on horror movies, even if they're just on in the background while I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. editing my TikToks or whatever, the latest leg spreader. Um, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but but that's so I did. So I started and there's a movie I'll talk about in a minute that I had on in the background. I was like, eh, it's going to be one of those like D level, you know, whatever. And I was like, I'll just have it on the background. And I ended up being like, oh, my God, I love this. And so that's how I kind of got back into it. And so one of the things I want to tell you is I watched, um, and I've rewatched this movie like two or three times already, but I didn't understand it uh, the way I do now. So I watched Silent Hill. And oh, I was gonna rewatch that. Watch it. But before you do that, if you don't have time to watch, because I don't know if you played any of the games, but if you don't, no, have, I've watched it. You played. I've had okay. So if you've watched one, two, three, and four, then you can watch the two movies. I didn't. I haven't gotten to the revelations one yet, but I've seen the images for it. I'm like, oh, I get it. I know exactly what they're gonna do. But I have to tell you that I just recently, in like the last few months, I was watching uh, Silent Hill one, Silent Hill two, right? And so this movie is a combination of the first two games. I never knew that because I never played them. And so I love rewatching stuff and relearning stuff. And that's the, like you said, that's the fun of Halloween is going back on that journey. And each time you see something different, you experience it a completely different way than you did the last time. And so for me, I don't have, I didn't do Halloween this year. I don't have a costume picked out. I can't get into it on that level, but that's why I had you. Because I was like, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to talk about it with my my sister in horror. So, all right. So, tell us. So, for those that are interested, and before we go to the uh, to the, the break, just tell me, like, your top... You can give me five, because it might be hard to do three. So, give me your top five movies, not in any particular order, that you love horror movies. And then, after the break, we're going to talk about your favorite uh, killers and other things like that. Damn, that's hard. Well, you know Halloween is definitely on that list. Because, you know, Daddy Mike. <laughs> um, damn. I'm not really sure which Friday the 13th movie it was. Because I haven't rewatched them in forever. But I don't know. This It's just like classics. You have to have classics on there. And now, I don't know, a lot of people don't really consider, like, zombie movies horror, but it is, in my opinion. So, Train to Busan, if you haven't watched that, you need to watch that. Because, like you said, I put that movie on, I was about to take a nap, I put that on, and then I found myself like this, like, oh, shit, like, oh, oh, shit. So, that's a good one. 
Oh, I was obsessed with all the Saw movies. Well, not number four. I could, <laughs> Saw 4 was horrible, but Which the Saw Which one's your movie, favorite one off the, top, off the top of your head? It has to be like one and two. Yeah. I can't pick just one. It has to be one and two. For like, me, that's it, will was always fresh be one. it will always be mm-hmm. one because it was so new. It was yes. best as new because it was surprising because you're like, I've never even seen anything like this. What is going on? Right. So the first one will always be my favorite one. I know you like Freddy. You like Nightmare on Elm Street. I like them. Hey, let me tell you, those those movies really fucked me up when I was younger. Yep. Because I legit was a little nervous to go to bed. I'm yep. not going to lie. Yep. Like, no, mm-hmm. but that was the point. Yeah, to be scared to fall asleep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So I guess, I guess I could definitely make that five because... I mean, now, I'm like, you know what, fuck it. If he gonna kill me in my sleep, he gonna kill me in my sleep. All I want him to do is make sweet love to me before he does it. Because I, I, you know, I love him. Shut up. And Robert England, if you end up watching this. All right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break. And then I'm gonna come back. And clearly and I are gonna talk about horror movies, horror games, and the tie between them with We'll be right back. (laughs) No, 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 no. Welcome back to Bubbies and Bubbies. <laughs> We're on part two of Some Like It Hot with Clearly I'm. And you can catch her on Twitch. And we're gonna, she's gonna promote herself in a little bit. But before we get into that, we were talking horror. So, all right. So, one of the things that we do is we're gamers. And when I started on Twitch, I started playing, we played a lot of similar games Overwatch. Uh, I used to play Call of Duty. And we play a lot of shooters. We used to, I used to play Apex. You play Apex now. And. One of the games you were playing before you were streaming, I think it was before, right? Were you streaming it then? It was both. I think it was, it like was right before. at the time you were about to, mm-hmm. was uh, Dead by Daylight. So then you started streaming it, and I was like, what is this? I want to play this. This is crazy. So for one of my Halloweens, I purchased it, and I we started playing together. Now, you and I don't play as much as we used to, and I still stream it, but we used to have a lot of fun. So for those of you who don't understand what we're talking about, and I have mentioned on the podcast before, Dead by Daylight is a game that came out around the time that the Friday the 13th game came out, and failed. And and they should have just put him in Dead by Daylight. That was a mistake they made, because that game's already, like, dead. It's in a dustbin. But these two games came out, like, about four years ago. And so Dead by Daylight, basically what it is, is it's a game, it's like a hub for horror movie characters, right? So all these horror movie characters are extracted from their worlds and they're brought into this game. And these different characters called the survivors have to find a way to escape this a different killer each match. 
and they're they're placed in these different uh, locations. So for instance, sometimes you'll find yourself at Midwich School from Silent Hill and being chased by um, Pyramid Head with the giant sword from Silent Hill. and, And that doesn't mean he will always be there, but sometimes that happens. And you can find yourself being chased after by, as she said earlier, Daddy Mike, (laughs) in the town for which he was uh terrifying all of the people and killed his sister and all that stuff right okay so that's the game there's many characters from the saw movies the scream movies everything really and there's we we're craving more and more every year but there are flaws to that game Maybe I, maybe I under, I underspoke. <laughs> I, I, that wasn't enough. There's a lot of flaws to that game. <laughs> and so you used to play the game and I feel like we should have a little, just a little dialogue about that. So one of the reasons that I have an issue with the game is I feel like they, sp- they spend way too much focus on, like most games, how much money they can suck out of all of us. How many microtransactions can they force? How many battle passes can they put out? How much skins can they make you want to buy? And they put less focus on gameplay, creativity in gameplay, and um, fixing flaws. You stopped playing it for the most part. I want you to explain what made you distance yourself from it. A big part of that was the wait time to get into a game. I'm trying to stream the game and I'm waiting like 15, 20 minutes to get in a lobby and then someone disconnects because they're a sourpuss and they got killed or the killer can't catch you so he decides to DC. Um, That was a big ass problem. So I was like, I'm not going to waste my time. Like I'm sitting here for an hour and I'm probably playing one game, maybe. It's too much. It, it was too much. And then, and you know... And it's unbalanced, the, too. It's, it's always unbalanced, in my opinion. Like, oh, yes. The, uh, that's, that's number two. Number two is, it's a killer's game. So, like me, I had started getting into playing killer before I stopped playing. But I knew I was... I like being a survivor. I like being the one to, like, yeah, ha-ha, I got all the fucking gems completed, bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna open this door. Like, you know, like, I, I want to do all of that. Right. But... Playing killer is fun, but it definitely is a killer's game. Everything. Well, every let me let me hurt. explain to the people who don't know what we're talking about, and then I'm gonna let you go back to what you're saying. So, a, a person can play as the killer, and then four other people can play as the survivor. So it's a real killer. It's not a computer killer. And so, most of the time when you play as a killer, it's all about just utilizing your special abilities to really get them. You know, some of them can teleport. Some of them can leave traps. They have all these different abilities, but there are maybe a handful of killers that actually have to like think about what they're doing to get their win. But as a survivor, it really is about a mental game. You have to play a mental game, not only against the killer, but against some of the other survivors if you don't know those hoes, because they might play you. So mm-hmm. go ahead, go ahead. Like all the perks and stuff that are included in the game, it's it benefits the killers. Cause as survivors, you can't attack. You, you have nothing to attack with. It's either you hit them with a pallet to stun them so you can try to run away, or you complete everything so you can get the fuck out. But that's it. Like, you have a flashlight, you can blind them, try to get a... Like, a it's nothing. Meanwhile, you're over here getting chased, you're getting 
scared by a trap, you're getting blocked in a trap. Uh, like they, they, it's just so much that they cater to these killers right. every time. And then every update, it's like, well, we made this person stronger. For what? No, the new For killer. What? So, so what she's saying about the pallets, like it's a big piece of wood that you can you can run down a hallway or something and you can grab it and if the killer comes around the corner you can go bam bitch and hit him with it and stun him long enough for you to get away supposedly but it doesn't always happen but they have a new killer who he can make it so that you can't even grab the pallet so you have no I didn't know that yeah he can block it yeah yeah he can block the pallets so you can run you can try to hide you have a flashlight and now you can't the one thing you could have maybe used at your defense that you can't use it. So it's like they keep making it, like you said, a killer's game. And I also am a, I main as a survivor and I love playing the game because I like the mind game against the killer. I love yes. outsmarting the killer. I love running and then, then stopping and then walking and getting behind mm-hmm. something. So he'll follow the tracks that where I ran and I'll be like, <laughs> or and sometimes I like when I have really shitty teammates who are clearly trying to set me up and I'm like oh okay bitch that's what we're doing today okay let's see what we can do about that but man I feel like I want to play but I'm not gonna play, 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 play. <laughs> I'm trying to get her to play no but but so you so you used to play that but now we've talked about Dead by Daylight and I mean really that's the structure of it we could go on about generators and but other people are like, what are we talking about? But mm-hmm. there's other games that you can play that now more than ever that are multiplayer horror games because before there really wasn't when Dead by Daylight came out. And now there's more. I mean, back in the day there was Left 4 Dead, but they haven't had another Left 4 Dead for years. So I don't know what's going on with that. So have you tried any other horror games or would you like to suggest any other horror games that are multiplayer for people to play? Because I have. I honestly don't know. I don't know any other ones. Um... I've I have a lot of PC friends, so when I watch their streams, they have all the fun, scary games. Like I cannot wait to get my PC because I want to be here about to shit my pants on stream. That's how scared I want to be. Like, girl, no, you I don't. need I need no, some some horror. Like, there's some games that I won't play, but there's some games that I've watched them play, and I'm like, ooh, that I need. I need that in my life. Well, I need to. Saw, I need to be here laying at Outlast. night with this light on. I played. Outlast. Yeah, that's that's what I. I've I've watched a bunch of people play that, and honestly, for me, I'm just like. Watching Outlast. I like watching playing, it. No, no, no. Watching it and playing it are two different things. Outlast is. Oh yeah. Like, Outlast is. They treat you even worse than Outlast and in Dead by Daylight. You have nothing only thing you can do in that game is run (laughs) that's it and you are getting attacked by the biggest monsters and to to her point when she said she wants to share herself the last time i played outlast i was playing the dlc uh a year ago and i have never played it again i didn't even finish it because i got so much vertigo and fear from playing it i had to run off screen and vomit in the other room that that's people that were there they know they're like oh my god did she really just go vomit i let they can hear me i'm like <laughs> and like, no it's bad so i will never i'm not i don't i'm good i like horror but i don't need you to i want to shit myself i don't want to vomit i want none of that but i'll watch you do it <laughs> just i would cons- i would say keep a bucket close keep a bucket close 
because they do have games that are that scary. Um, but you did play something. It was another game where you were like in a house and like sometimes like secrets would be revealed to you. Oh, uh, Blackout Club. Blackout I think that's Club. what it's called. So what was that? Explain that to me. Honestly, I don't even know. Like <laughs> the, the town, like the parents, something with the parents, um, like they, I don't know what it was. Something was wrong with them and the kids were the only ones that could I don't even fucking remember I haven't played it because I tried playing online yeah and it was weird like it's not I I didn't know what we were supposed to do and then there's somebody like if you you can only close your eyes to see this person so you're being followed by somebody that can fucking kill you but you can only see them with your eyes closed and that shit was creepy because I'm like I right, I'm gonna close my eyes down and turn around and it did like when I play, when you play the, uh, what is it called? Uh, like the intro or whatever, that shit had me sweating. Like I was nervous, I was scared. And I was like, well, I'm gonna like this game. I didn't, cause oh, after okay. a while it was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do I do? And then you're playing with people online and they're off doing whatever or dying. And I'm just like, you know what? This is too much of a shit show. They should have just made it that, that story and I probably would have had fun playing that, being here scared, because I literally, I would not play that game yeah, when it I got thought, dark. I, I thought I noticed that you weren't playing it, so that's why I wanted to bring it up, because mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight, we'll bitch about that motherfucker, but we didn't uninstall it. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? I didn't uninstall the game. I didn't uninstall the game, but it's there, and sometimes I look at it, but I'm like, maybe I should just go watch videos on it. But then I'm like, I don't feel like it. <laughs> no, but that's but that's what I'm saying. There's not a lot of competition for Dead by Daylight that that can keep up with it, especially considering that they have all of these well-known horror characters. So yeah. one of the things that we make jokes about being Dead by Daylight sisters is we know which which of the killers um, we're sexually attracted to. So she's like, I love Daddy Mike, and I like, I love Freddy. Now we have our reasons. I'm gonna let you explain your reason why you why you call him Daddy Mike. We'll talk about Michael Myers, by the way, for those who don't know from the Halloween franchise. This is a man who has been wearing dirty pant paint uh uh I just see overalls or whatever. He's been wearing dirty clothes for years, a mask, filth, big dirty boots, and she's like, yes, but he's go ahead, go ahead, you say it. <laughs> he's daddy mike okay but um no it's like honestly it's not really like a sexual thing he's just daddy mike because he's the shit like he is a silent killer and that's what i fucking love like he will literally when we first start when i first started playing dead by daylight i did not know what to expect going up against michael myers so i'm just here whatever la 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 doing what i gotta do and then i look to the left and oh shit like <laughs> He yeah. scares the shit out of you, especially yeah. if you have the right perks on him. You make absolutely no motherfucking noise. He doesn't have a like the killers. They have a specific sound when they're near you, not in him. You won't know he's there. So if you ever see me stream that game, maybe I'll do it today. Well, you no, ever see me stream breathe. that game? He does breathe. If you have your head yes, for some up. people, right? Some people don't hear it. Me, I'm just like, oh wait, nah. Nah, it's Daddy Mike. And I'm like, what you mean? (laughs) Yeah, because when I start a game, a lot of times when I'm playing alone, I won't do shit. I'll wait till I see someone else's hurt or I'll hear something or see something and know where the killer is in in reference to where I am. And then I'll be like, 
for instance, there's a map where you're in a mental hospital and they have a Mike Myers in a mental hospital gown. Okay? And yep. then he has a hospital gown on. And I was on that map one time and I was just hiding behind Larry's something. My favorite map. Right. And I was just hiding on something. I'm like, I'm just going to wait and see who's here. And all you hear is. And I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, nah, 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 I almost said the M word. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. That's not the word we're doing today. So, like, you can hear him and he'll walk by and you barely hear he's like light foot. You know what I mean? And so the thing, like, to her point, she's a completely accurate about him. There's a lot of killers that after a while you're like, hey, whatever, bitch. But with Mike Myers, I've gone up against him at least a thousand times and I am still afraid of him. I am still yes. afraid of him. And there's yeah. a couple other ones, but he's one of the ones for sure. Now, another reason you said that he's daddy is because he's tall. Oh, yeah. he's. I, I think I looked it up. I think they said he's like six five six six something should i get you I'm a just napkin like, or a towel <laughs> <laughs> i was just like yes and you know what he's such a creep because he watches the counselor i mean he watches the the babysitters and everything he watches them have sex before he kills them like i know you over there creeping and watching like mm-hmm. <laughs> you dirty son of a bitch and then of you course his you time watch- his time, you tell his him time. You want him to watch you have sex and like be in the corner like that's a yes. <laughs> that's not, no. But you know what? That's you know, no. and my favorite thing about him is that his time to come out is for Halloween. Right, so right. <laughs> well, and then and then that so that's my thing, right? And that's and this is how we tie sex into horror because it's a very <laughs> relevant in horror movies especially the older ones they there was a way that they used sex to to explain who deserved to die right so there's the trope of like the black person you know the black person shows up for like a second and they're dead right in all of these movies and by the way i just watched it's this is not a horror movie but i just watched the the recent terminator it's called dark fate and they have a black character who shows up not at the end but closer towards the end of the movie and he literally shows up for like maybe five minutes on screen and he's boom dead these other people been going through everything like explosions cars flying everything everything. they're still alive barely have a scratch on them this guy was there for five minutes and he is in the military and he was dead in two so i was like y'all are so shady still doing that in 2020 but that's that's part of the tropes and one of the things they like to use was um sex and they'd have like this, like you said, the, the 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 babysitter, the teenagers, and they'd be having sex. Same thing with Jason. They're at the camp, the camp counselors. They're like, oh yeah, give it to me, good. And you knew the girl who was gonna die right away because she's the one with the fake babies, and she's being yep. a slut the whole time. <laughs> also, remember um, Scream. In Scream, well, they, they broke that weren't down. trying to kill. Yeah, right. they broke that. They down weren't trying to kill them until they were. They had sex, like. Well, so. cause, well, cause now Scream, we'll, we'll let's, we'll table Scream for a minute because Scream is a, is a book that Wes Craven gave to us to explain how he wrote horror movies. That's exactly what Scream was. <laughs> he used the character, um, oh, what was his name in the movie? The one, the, the little movie star guy. Fuck, I can't remember his name right now. But they used that character to explain what the thought process was to making the older horror movies because what he was doing was it's like okay it's time for that genre to end and for us to move into something new going towards the new millennium because that movie was at the end of a century 
right? So that's a whole different thing, Scream. That's like a playbook, really. But with, like I said, um, Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, all the good ones, all the classics, right? They use sex. And the girl, so clearly I'm going to die. You know, maybe. Me too. No, no, you know, because you're the strong Latina. They'll let, they'll let you survive. You're, you're going to survive because the killer's going to be scared of you. But I'm over here like, <laughs> Bo! <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Me and all the girls. Sorry, girls. All the girls that are doing my video, we're all dead. <laughs> so it's like, you know, that that was the structure of the movies. And I, the reason why I like Freddie, you know, she doesn't like Freddie. You don't like him. Not sexually. It's just, ugh. See, I think he's hot. And no, I, that's and disgusting. No, no, I you talking about you talking about Michael Myers in dirty clothes. This one is like a is a He is crispy. I can't burnt. see Michael Myers' face. I can't see Michael Myers' face, and that and but I know what what Robert England looked like. That's when he played Freddy, and he's I find him attractive. I like older men, so I find him attractive. And but that's different, though. I'm talking about actual Freddy Krueger. He got I find him attractive too. You know why? What? I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, wait, now I'm gonna tell you why I find Freddy attractive. So just like you, when I was little, here's my Freddy story, and you can, if you have one, you can share why he traumatized you. So when I was little, my aunt, Aunt Jackie, she brought, she was in charge of taking care of a few of us. We were there for the summer, I think. And she was in charge of taking care of a few of us. And she didn't want to like do too much with us. So she was like, ah, I'm going to show you guys a movie. Here's some food. Right. So the movie she decided to show us was Friday the third, uh, no, Friday the third, I'm sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. I believe it was four or five. But what happened in it, for those you who want to reference, it was the one where the boy woke up and his waterbed was lit up and the girl was inside the waterbed. Do you remember that? She's like, hi. And then she killed him. It was the one where the girl who's obsessed with working out ended up growing limbs and turning into a spider. That motherfucker. I don't remember that Yes, that movie fucked me up. I was scared, crying. I was just like, I didn't want to sleep. I thought I was going to die. He scared me so much. And anytime I saw him, I was scared for years and years and years. So then as I grew up, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop being scared of this motherfucker. I'm going to watch the first movie. I'm going to own this shit. I was a teenager. I'm going to own this shit. I'm going to be scared. So I watched the first movie. And the first movie was fantastic. Any of you want to see, don't watch the remake. Don't watch the remake. The remake's horrible. Please don't. Please don't. This is a message. We approve this message. <laughs> Do not watch the remake. And so, but the first movie's great because that's when he tortures this girl who she's not a whore, she's innocent, but he does go after her friend. He drags her across the ceiling. Oh my God. The fucking blood shooting out of the bed from the boyfriend. Like, it's amazing. But what made me get turned on, and I'm sure because my, you know, I was going through the deflowering of my teenage years. Um, <laughs> the, what made me turned on about him was when she got the phone call and he goes, with the tongue through the my he's like, oh, and I was like, yes, daddy. Oh I was like, wait God. now, wait now, daddy. Freddy's. And then all of a sudden, I started to get his humor. You know, and I was like, oh, he's he's dirty. And so when I started getting his humor, and like in Freddy versus Jason, when he's like, he's like, mmm, what so sweet, dark meat. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, you like you 
like some dark meat daddy yeah so that's what turns me on about him he, his humor his sexual innuendos the way he feels like he could satisfy me now let's you know be real his interest ooh, i hit my mic let's let's be real his interest was children that was the thing about him he liked he, that was he was a child molester so he obviously is not interested in this but whenever he changes his Oh my god! <laughs> I guess I like the strong, silent type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, you like the strong silent, and I like the nasty. I like the dirty, nasty, nasty. Yeah, I do. That's my problem. Um, <laughs> um. All right. So, so one of the things I want to tell you was I saw I. You were talking about how you put on a movie. It was on in the background, and it was Train to Busan, and it it, it sucked you in, it dragged you in. So I always consider myself a horror connoisseur. I feel like I've seen so many, but there's so many to see. Like, it's not like I can watch every movie, every, you know. I show people The Terrifier. Have you seen that yet? The Terrifier? Mm-mm. Okay, first watch All Hallows' Eve. It's on Prime, I think. And then Terrifier, which is on, I think it's still on Netflix. It is bloody. It is horrifying. There is no rhyme or reason to the stuff that happens in it, but it's you're just like, uh-uh, that did not happen, and it did. So... You should look it up. All Hallows Eve and Terrifier. Those are the two. I believe it's All Hallows Eve. I might be wrong about that first one, but the Terrifier is the second one. And, and to switch gears for just a second, doesn't it feel like 2019 feels like a different life? Almost definitely. It feels like a different world. Like if you were to think about what how our world is now compared to that world. I, I made a joke on my podcast before. I don't know if you heard it, where it's like, and people have been sharing memes of this on like TikTok and stuff. Imagine yourself going back to 2019 from right now and going to tell yourself in 2019 what was coming. Do you think you would believe yourself? Oh, yeah, because I trust myself 100%. (laughs) So if myself myself came back and was like, bitch, yeah, get ready, I'm going to be like, oh, nah, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) No, because that's what I said. I'm like... I wouldn't know what to think if, if, or, or even like, if, if like, like some like random person was like, listen to me, this is the future. I'd be like, bitch, you better get. <laughs> random person, no. But if it was me, myself coming back to me, I'd be like, mm, gotta pack, gotta go, we moving. <laughs> right. No. And that's, and so that's, that was what I'm saying is like, all right. So for me, when it comes to all the horror movies and the horror genres, this movie, Wishmaster, getting back to that, going back to that is fantastic so the movie is one of the b-rated movies you know it's a low semi-low budget it came out in 1997 um i never watched it never saw it i've i've seen the title i've seen it when i went you know like looking at movies to rent or whatever but i've seen it i just never watched it so basically it's about a genie that wishes gives grants wishes but it's always the worst version of your wish right because genies were really meant to be evil beings from ancient times not just like the one in aladdin right and so Mm. so that's what this movie is about but i'm gonna ruin this is spoiler alert so if you want skip i don't know the next 60 seconds because i'm in a spoiler alert just because i want you to watch this movie in this movie there are people who played characters from well-known horror movies playing regular roles and i didn't know that wes craven made this movie so these are people he's worked with that came on just to play some of them are just random 
some of them play like maybe a semi-important character but these are people who were in other horror movies specifically the killers in other horror movies and mm. so i was like oh my god oh my god the whole movie because I, like, I was sitting there minding my business i was sitting on my iphone like oh TikTok, don't stop and i'm like is that oh, oh, oh. and i dropped my phone and i was like wait a minute and i started rewinding i'm like i gotta watch this movie from the beginning i was like i was just like ignoring it you know what i mean so I really want to impress that upon you. It is on Prime. So if you have Prime, it's on Prime. Watch it tonight if you get a chance. <laughs> but watch it when you can. And <laughs> yeah. I got plans to not. Wow. No, I'm I'm ready. Whatever. If we play it. in, we play in. If we watch it, we watch you it. Like whatever. Watch it. Yes, watch it. And for those of you who have seen it, I know fail on my behalf for not knowing it all this time. But for those of you who haven't and you're getting into horror or you love horror, you need it needs to be part of your your diet now i haven't watched the other three i only watched the first one but that first one's all i needed it's all I wanted <laughs> um, but i will ch- i will check out the other ones so this time we're gonna do something different we're not gonna do a hot five because she was already on my first season already did a hot five i'm not gonna press her get into her panties and get all dirty and nasty well i mean i could ask you you questions. can i don't care <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> okay but i don't have a hot five written down because i actually had some other questions to ask you instead but before we do that why don't you tell people where they can find you where they can get more of this loveliness um on instagram you can find me clearly i'm underscore and also if you want to see some of the photography that i was talking about it's clear z photography and you, you'll see it. It'll pop up because it'll and it'll tell you my personal page on there as well, so so that you'll know it's me. Um, on Twitch, it's twitch.tv. Whoa, twitch.tv slash clearly I'm fat, and Twitter is clearly I'm fat as well. So come see me. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we've got all that promoting out of the way, so one of the things that I know about you, and I'm not big on it but I get into I dabble right you love reading astrology mostly yours I mean but you're into uh, astrology you cannot deny that you you post no 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 because when you say reading astrology I think of somebody that actually does the astrology I like reading about it um and it's not just me like of course yeah I'll look into me but I'll look into the people that I'm around mostly, um, which happens to be like Cancers and Libras and Capricorns and you know, like whoever's as close to me. So I could like try to get a better understanding. And, And it's funny when somebody doesn't believe in astrology because I'm like, I've read all this and I can see all of it in you, whether you wanna believe it or not. So in knowing that this is how you are, I act accordingly. And that's, I think that's a big reason why, you know, I get along with a lot more people is because I can understand where you're coming from and why you act the way you do. Right. Whereas upon meeting me, someone might be like, oh, she's a bitch, like fuck her or whatever, because I'm like quiet. Because if I don't know you, I'm not going to be like this with you. You understand? Like I'm, I'm going to be more reserved. You're not going to hear a lot from me. I get annoyed when people try to ask me a thousand and one questions. You're a stranger. Like I get you want to try to get to know me, but you're asking, you're asking very personal stuff. Like there's no need for you to know that. Like, why do you need to know that right now? 
you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I love, I love astrology. <laughs> no, I know. That's why I brought it up because now, so with the astrology, when you're reading your, you know, future, how far out do you go? Basically what I want to know is, can you tell me if there's like, there's an election coming up. Like you're my last guest before the election. I'm not doing a stream. I'm not doing a podcast for the election week. I want nothing to do with that election week. And depending on what happens the week after, I might do something, but I am like, I just, I don't even want to be around the energy of it. So I'm like, I just don't want to even feed into it. I just want to let whatever's going to happen, happen. I don't want to be one of the talking heads, but have you seen anything in your signs that's like, be prepared for this or for, you know, whatever for yourself, obviously. As it gets closer to them, that's when like the astrologers will like hint to things or say things or whatever. And from what they say, I'm just like, oh shit, I haven't seen anything now. Um, honestly, I don't actually, I don't really look for it if it pops up on my feed. Cause I follow a couple of them on Twitter and it's not, you know, how like, uh, something that someone you follow likes or a suggested thing pops up on Twitter. If that pops up, I'm like, all right, that's meant for me to see. That's meant for me to read. So I'm going to read that. Um, so I kind of go by that. I don't go looking for it because I don't want to like upset myself. Like, cause if I read something that's just like, well, bitch, guess what? You're about <laughs> to get broken up with. I'm gonna be like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> so you, but you I have like, like levels to like it for you. Like yeah, like if if it pops up and I see it, that's great. But I'm, I, it's not like in high school or like back in the day period, I would go rush to get the newspaper just so I could read my horoscope. Really? You know, whatever. Like I wanted to be prepared. Now it's like I follow a couple on Instagram as well. So if I open Instagram and it happens to pop up, I'll read it. Um, If not, it's just like, whatever. But it's funny because I'll come across it like the next day and I'm like, oh shit, that's what happened yesterday. Like, wow, that's fucking crazy. I'm I'm focusing on like living in the now instead of worrying about the future because that's what gives me so much anxiety. So I'm just like, you know what? Whatever's going to happen tomorrow is going to happen tomorrow. I'm focused on right now. And okay, so another thing that is definitely in the future for you, whether you like it or not, is your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy early birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Dirty 30. Yeah. Are you excited? <laughs> She's put that out there, by the way. I can say it because she put it. It's like posted. There's oh, like yeah. No, it's, it's there's, like, like a, yeah. there's like a New Year's Eve <laughs> countdown That means I gotta grow the fuck up. Um, I know people say, you know, your age shouldn't coincide with things that you've accomplished or whatever, but you always kind of have that standard to yourself. Like, damn, like I should have done this already. I should have had this already. But at the same time, it's like, I've talked to a couple of older people and they're like, no, 30s are amazing. 30s is when you really get into yourself. 30s is when you you really should, you should know what you want to do with yourself. And I find that to be true because, you know, me falling back in love with photography, because I was very interested in photography when I was younger. I almost went to school for it, but that school was so far away, but whatever. So then I've noticed this year that I have so many photographer friends. And I was like, I should get a camera. I should, I should get, and I just jumped right into it and I got it. And I started learning about how to use it or whatever. And it's just, I'm so happy with it. It makes me so excited. You have to see how geeky I get when I take a bomb ass photo. 
uh, when people love my photos and I'm just like, you know, it makes me, I'd be blushing. I'm just, it feels so good. So I'm definitely really getting into that and I, I'm definitely trying to make a business off of that. So if I can start my own thing, a work for myself, I'm definitely getting into that. So I really feel like what they say is true. Like you really get into yourself. You really find what your, what your purpose is pretty much. And I feel like that's my purpose. And I found it right before I turned 30. So that means my 30s, I'm going to be living that shit out. And that's, that's the plan. That's the goal. <laughs> I'm so glad that I asked you those questions. See, it didn't, it had to be like this. It was meant to be exactly like this. And you look very <laughs> happy and I'm very happy for you. And we're all wishing you, you a happy birthday. When is your birthday? So for those that know when you'll be celebrating it. Uh, Wednesday, October 28th. See that? She's a Halloween baby. <laughs> all right well clearly i appreciate you being here and by the way there are some easter eggs that have been here the entire time to tell you how i feel about astrology and things of that nature but we'll talk about uh -oh. that. we'll talk about that later oh and also <laughs> i wanted to say while you were speaking i was thinking to myself she loves sex she loves it so much you know she loves sex oh my god i got this new sex type. oh god, i'll tell you about that after but also the, the, your 30s is for sex your 30s you become mm. the sex goddess I mean, I don't know how I know this, but you become the sex goddess that you've always knew you were in your 30s. I promise you that. And I'm going to leave you with that. And thank you so much, Clearly, for being here. I, I'll have her on again because we love her so much. And have a happy Halloween. Good luck with the voting. Good luck with the election. Happy birthday to Clearly. And until next time, keep it hot.